0: Fitting for episode one hundred and fifty-three, it's the one hundred and fifty-third time we're recording the Park Run Adventurers podcast. My name is Scotty Trickett. I'm joined by my co-host Mel Erbacher. Hi, Mel.
1: Hey, Scotty. How are you doing this week?
0: I'm super, just super. Fresh off a park run with the Showman down at Parkville, I want I want the behind the scenes feedback.
1: Oh, of how that went.
0: Yes, because he was all pleasantries and niceties on the morning, how lovely morning it was. But he might have got home and said, oh, my God, Well, no. this is the true story.
1: <laughs> he's not so two-faced as all that. Uh, no, he had a really good morning, I was advised, um, especially since he got to run with you. And I believe he did a faster time than he's done in recent months. Um, probably aided by the fact that he wasn't pushing 20 kilos of pram and toddler. Um, but also… It does
0: help. Yep.
1: Yeah. It does. But also, I think the fact that he had somebody to, to run with and chat with the whole time. So, um, yeah, that's that was the report from, from the behind-the-scenes side over in the Urbacher household.
0: Yeah, well, that that was my memory of the morning too. We had a lovely run down at Parkville. Parkville's dead flat. So it was a good opportunity to stretch the legs out. I was testing the hammy. Remember that old story of I had a sore hammy? Yeah, I do remember. Yeah, well, I put that to rest. Oh, so it's
1: all good again now?
0: It's feeling pretty good. I've got remarkable recovery properties. You
1: know, it was probably the beaches that healed you. There's nothing like the sea, sea air and the salt water to cure your ails,
0: It could be. I recommend it because the hammy is still a little bit tight, in fact, very tight. I followed up Park Run with a 15K trail run on Sunday morning. Oh. I, was dragging, I was dragging my leg from about 10K, but that's okay. I was under a bit of pressure because I was paced by a nine-year-old. We went for a, we a trail run around Sugarloaf Reservoir, where I think I've taken yes, we've been there. Ran the showman before. Yep. Yeah, beautiful spot close to my home. And uh, it was with the Westerfoldians, and we all went out in a group. And there's we got a youngster, Matthew, little Maddie, took off out the front. And I thought, someone's got to stay with this kid. <laughs> He's only nine. And um, we took off and got through 15K, chatting the whole way. Spent over an hour chatting to a nine-year-old running around the trails of Milton. It was a great morning, but tested the hamstring.
1: 15K for a nine-year-old. That's incredible
0: pretty incredible, isn't it? puts it in perspective, This what kids are capable of. You know, I remember when we launched Junior Park Run, questions were asked, is 2K too far? Should kids be running 5K park run? I think some kids, you know, whether it's should or shouldn't, I think it doesn't suit all kids, but then there are some kids that can, and they can run 15K and, and keep up a conversation and never show any signs of exhaustion it was pretty it was pretty remarkable stuff
1: it's those fresh young legs who obviously don't have as many kilometers in them as some of us older legs have (laughs) that's my story speaking of old legs
0: (laughs) well how did the pins hold up over the weekend
1: well i didn't have to push them over five kilometers or even 15 kilometers scotty i was volunteering on Saturday as the showman was down gallivanting about the Victorian countryside um, with persons such as yourself. I had Wes and my impending second child um, keeping me company. Um, that was interesting. We, we were volunteering. We had a new run director on the roster last weekend at Kiwana. So I was shadowing him to make sure he felt comfortable doing everything he needed to be doing. And, um, Wes allowed me to do that quite substantially from the jungle gym or the swing in the park. (laughs) So it was a very hands-off approach. There was no micromanaging involved in um, making sure that our new run director felt confident in doing what he was doing. He did a great job, Uh, made my job very easy for the morning as well. But it was good fun. It was nice to be home. You know, whenever you have a big, fun, weekend away like we did at Palm. You always wonder if the following weekend's gonna be a bit of a bit flat, a bit of a letdown, but it was nice to be home.
0: It always is nice to be home. Great to hear. Now, we've got a we got a Chocker's episode and 153 is full of fun from Japan. We're gonna catch up with a couple of Park runners who were at the launch. But we've also got a ton of roving reports and I'm gonna link this so I'm i I'm, I'm surprising you here. I'm deviating completely from our run sheet. When I was at Parkville on Saturday, um, I recognised a park runner in an apricot in the wild out here in Australia, the old apricot tops. Um, but I saw it and I knew I recognised her. Do you remember Miff 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 Winnie from Dolby Park Run? Yes, I do. Our event director there. She's been on the podcast before. Well, she was at Parkrun at Parkville on Saturday, and the link is Lyndall was at Dolby Park Run on Saturday and she filed a roving report. So we're going to lead, we're going to split up our roving reports. We're going to lead with the ladies. So let's hear from Lyndall first up and then Melissa Ellis went down to one of the new events at Lawn Beach and um, then we might come back and hear about Japan. How does that sound? Sounds like a plan, Scotty. Good morning, Scotty and Mel
2: and all the Parkrun adventurers. It's Lyndall and I have ventured today up to Dolby. Um, couple hundred Ks west of Brisbane Um, I'm here I'm sure you've gathered for my D uh, my second last letter in the alphabet Um, I tell you what it's the weekend before Game of Thrones hits our screens for the last series ever and I tell you what winter has come to Dolby it's a it's a cool sort of 15 degrees and the the locals have already told me that um, it hasn't been this cold before so perfect timing um, I'm just going to have a chat to the couple of locals, go for a run, and um, I'll check in with you after the run.
3: No
2: Alrighty. We've been for our run. I've caught back up with Darren and Murray. Now, as soon as I rocked up to Dolby, these guys are like, G'day, how are you going? They're, I think they're the friendliest blokes in town. So what's happened for you today, Darren?
4: Oh, Today was my 50th run, and also as part of my Gold Coast tra- marathon training program, I had to do a PB So I had to give it a red hot go, and I beat it by a minute fifty.
2: A minute fifty.
4: Yep, sure did. So my so my previous PB was twenty two forty three, and yeah, so a minute fifty. That's pretty exciting. As you can see, I got two thumbs up.
2: Pretty awesome. High five. High fives all around. Now, I understand that was very technical advice from your coach. Was literally to give it a red hot go
4: yes it was yeah his exact words yes
2: <laughs> well that worked i mean no point saying you know do a heart rate of this or a pace of this just give it a red hot go
4: yeah that's right yeah so yeah so it takes the pressure off because you know, as you know doing a p if you want to achieve some a pv it's nerve-wracking and yeah so a red hot go i gave it a gave and <laughs> i'm still nervous
2: <laughs> don't be nervous you've done what you set out to do <laughs> that's right <laughs> now murray what's your story for today
3: uh, today was my 95th park run, so five more and I'll be the first person to run hundred Dolby park runs and also my personal hundred as well. So and today I've done a 26 and a half, so I'm getting down to the 25 odd minutes, 25.08 is my best time. Nice thing one. so I'm out here to support Darren on his 50th as well and yep. uh yeah and get a bit of inspiration from him doing his <laughs> a marathon training as well yes. so yeah so during the week I've been trying to push like a seven or eight or up to a 10k during the week just to sort of push the legs out to see if my 5k time will get a bit better so so far so good yeah well that sounds
2: great now a hundred runs at Dolby how many runs have there been here
3: uh there's was today 112 so yeah so i've done 95 of them yeah but the uh, funny thing is this is is a great park run story the first park run i went to i actually went to the park in dolby yeah and it's not in the park it's actually <laughs> at the Ed- this is the edward street weir which is nowhere near the park so it should be called yeah, the yeah, be- <laughs> creek run
5: creek yeah, run right yeah, So you would
3: have found it yeah because the first couple i missed because i was in the park waiting for everyone to run <laughs> past me and there was nobody there because they're all at the creek yeah
2: <laughs> so so hold on hold on let me get this straight not once not twice Three, how many times did you do that?
3: Probably three times I'm waiting for everybody yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to come around at the park, at parkrun on Saturday mornings, yeah. And I go... No, um, I don't think this is a thing. It's like I thought it was April Fool because it was about April as well. Yeah, right. Yeah, two years ago, and I go, oh yeah, and then I said to Darren, "Where were you?" And he goes, "No, we're down at the creek." So anyway, so I finally turned up down the creek one Saturday morning, and yeah, that was 95 runs ago. Yeah.
2: All right. So you haven't missed that many.
3: No, I haven't missed that many. So I should probably volunteer a little bit more, but I will once I crack the hundred. Yeah. Crack yeah. your
2: hundred, mm. and then get into volunteering. Yeah. Maybe do some tail walks, and you get a run in a volunteer yeah,
3: that's good yeah and set up as well i believe oh yeah, set up yeah you yep. can set up and then run afterwards of oh. thing.
2: Yeah. So, well there's yeah. no excuses murray get into it
3: yeah that's right yeah no <laughs> excuse that's what darren's trainer says so yeah yeah
4: no excuse that's right yeah
2: all right now darren you're getting ready for the gold coast marathon is that right is it your first marathon
4: no this is my second one yeah so i got a uh, time to beat now so my first marathon was four hours 24 so, because I know how the course goes and all that, I've, I now know a bit more what techniques to use and just, yeah, try and apply them on race day. Yeah,
2: psych out everybody.
4: Yeah. I
2: <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. you know... just look at everyone sideways a bit and psych them out.
4: Yeah, I should do that, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The good thing about running, I reckon, though, is we all encourage each other, no matter where we are with running, whether you're a fast runner, medium runner, more more walk or anything, we all encourage each other, so, yeah, I always like to encourage people.
2: Especially here at Park On. Now, your mate that I was talking to earlier, he ended up volunteering today, out yes. on High Five Corner.
3: Yeah, young Macca, yeah, he was out there, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he loves a good high five and that yeah. sort of stuff. He does some boxing training, so you got to be careful because oh. he will rip your shoulder off if you get a decent high five out of him. So. Uh,
2: well, yeah. I'm glad he uh, mm. gave me a high five and didn't practice his boxing yeah. on me.
3: Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he probably would lift you up and throw you in the creek, so type thing. yeah, he's a solid young lad, so yeah, but no, macker's good values so yeah. yeah, he comes along to park run. Yeah, and yeah.
2: happy so. to step up to volunteer at the last moment.
3: Ah, yeah, absolutely as well. So yeah. that's that's uh yeah, a great way to um yeah to show some solidarity and support for park run and that sort of stuff. Totally. Being a community event as well. So yeah type of thing, so yeah, hats off and kudos to young macker as well, so yeah. Yep,
2: shout yeah. out to Macca. Yeah. Alrighty guys, well thank you so much for talking to me, mm-hmm. and thanks for making me feel really welcome here at Dolby.
4: No problem, glad to have you here, yeah. No thanks. thanks for coming, yeah. <laughs> no worries.
2: <laughs> now something that I've never seen at Park One before is a basket full of tin cans that people are carrying around and clipped to their waist belts, um, and I've got the person who's originating all of that, what's your name? and what are you doing at parkrun okay,
6: yeah. hi it's nicole overton cash and i'm an artist i'm doing an artist in residency in dolby for the park run so what i'm doing is it's a project that we we're fully funded for and in which we can then encourage people to be outside getting up active and so forth. But the result of that isn't just the fitness and the social side that we all know about, but they actually get a piece of artwork at the end of the day. They all become artists. It's a three-pronged project. Um, Not only do we do that, and I'm doing that up until June, we've also got a photojournalist working with the people who are registering, generally seniors we're targeting specifically, and people with disabilities, but we're also involved with community. And then we pair them up with the school children. They get interviewed from the school children and then that and the artworks collectively go to an exhibition at 107 um, Gallery later in the year. As well as delightful and delicious. We're also going to have a stall there. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Alright, so the idea is is that if you wouldn't normally be active, maybe art or creativity is a way
6: to get people active. Indeed. that's a way. It's the only way that I'd get up and be active, that's <laughs> for sure. Though I do have a three-wheeler bike, and I do walk a lot, but it, it, I become the maker of my own art, so other people can do the same. And, and it's amazing that they all are similar because they're using the same process, which is just a weighted pen over paper and a billy can, um, but the resulting I- images are amazing as you saw yeah, yeah. They, they are there's a there's, you know, they're kind of the same but they're different, Yeah. you know, not like just a in the
2: colours but some of them are really dense and some of them are really sparse and some, mm. you know, they're just
6: really very unique. You can see the rep- repetition in, in the movement of people, so their swagger, their gant, their walk, etc is highlighted visually and I mean you couldn't sit there and draw all of that. You actually have to go through that process of movement so that's really important, yeah.
2: Yeah, wow, and so the other part is, in, is linking seniors in the community with young people exactly. through that interview process. Yeah. So that's the next step.
6: Yes, that that whole intergenerational connection and respect and involvement and talking to people with stories. So I'm working with Ningana and Karingal and Waminda as well, as well as Blue Care. So bringing seniors who, you know, not normally get out and about, but then they have something then in common that they can talk about, which is amazing. And even one of the ladies in um, Ningana had actually suggested, why don't you do a 4 pen inside instead of swapping them out all the time. And I went, oh, she's already what innovated the whole thing. <laughs> and so became the four four pronged pen and so we're doing four colors all at one time it's amazing so yeah so so they're all residential care homes that you're talking about three of them are well two of them are two of them are aged care and one dementia ward and Waminda is for disabilities so it's sort of respite and blue cares respite yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. as well as i've got registered people just from the community got over 30 heading to 40 people from the community that are involved as well
2: Wow, What a, that's, I've never seen anything like it. It's oh, so exciting, Great. really exciting. No, and I guess for me, being someone who's a real advocate of Parkrun and the yes, comu- yes. sense of community yes. that yes. Parkrun brings, it seems like a
6: perfect combination. Well, thanks, yeah. I, well, it's a, it is. It is It is like the, the best sandwich ever to bring all those things together. I am also working on a, an app to work those things together. So we won't have to look like silly idiots running with their cans, even though I like that yeah. whole, you know, the, the can itself. But it is difficult to run with because of, <laughs> it is a can. But uh, once I get my app running, you can just have it in your pocket yeah, yeah. like we would any of map My Walk or something yeah, yeah. like that, yeah. But
2: the cans are a talking point. I mean, that's why,
6: you know, I came to speak with you because you were carrying your cans. <laughs> I know. I do stand out in a crowd. What can I say? <laughs> and you can hear me coming as well yes, because it does make right, a nice right, tingle. yeah. yeah, yeah like a cowbell um and also then the resulting drawing is um you know, something that's tangible yeah, of that experience totally that you've just had yeah. and you can take it home as a memento of finishing oh, your park not. run, walk, whichever <laughs> you makes want. Makes and, um, you know, so you can have them like little trophies up on your board as those sorts of senses of achievement. And so it does, you know, it creates that uh, impetus to get up and do it again. Yeah. 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 I should have taken one. Oh, oh Would have been time. awesome. I
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for telling me about this project. It sound, it just sounds wonderful. Um, and thanks for for the, you know fantastic outcome that it's going to be for Dolby I'm sure.
6: Great I'm really happy that Parkrun would help us launch the program as well so it's really launched in the community today so I appreciate it. Cheers. Wonderful
2: thank you. Thanks. I've caught up with Melinda today's run <laughs> director
7: how are you today how did it go? Yeah really well we had lots of people visiting some from Brisbane, London, Theodore so it's great to see everybody here on the holidays. Yes
2: and so do you get many people coming out to Dolby to get their D?
7: yes because i think we're the only d around so we often get people who might get up at three o'clock in the morning come for a drive to Derby to do their d park run i don't know who would have done that
2: oh that's the thing. i would did that, that this morning yeah yeah, yeah yeah there's not many d's around
7: no no i don't think so
2: had I realised that you have a three-lap course, I might have flown somewhere to do a D instead. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say that. It is a lovely course. It's very picturesque here.
7: Yes, it is beautiful. Now we've got some water in the creek and it's green, so yeah, it's great.
2: <laughs> now, you are heading up to, um, or just past your two-year anniversary,
7: is that correct? Uh, yes, or is it? No, I think it's only one year. Or one year? Yes, yes, just one past your one-year anniversary. Okay. Yes. And so how's that gone? How's, how's Park One going in Dolby? Oh, really strong. We have, for the last seven or eight weeks, we've had over 100 people, so it's been great. So yeah, still going strong, otherwise we average around 70 or 80 people every week, yeah. so plenty of volunteers. So yeah, it's doing really well in Dolby.
2: Great, and lots of big different age demographic. You've got lots of juniors,
7: but lots of older people seem to come along as well. Yeah, definitely. Yes, yeah. it does. It ranges from, yeah, I don't know four or five year olds up to our 60, 70 year olds. So yeah, it's great. Lots of different age groups.
2: Wonderful. Now, how did you
7: first get involved in Park Run? What's your Park Run story? Um. I just came along. (laughs) I enjoyed running. So yeah, came along and then volunteered and then they needed some more, um, wanted some more people to do the directing to share it around. So yeah, so I just volunteered and that's good. Here you are. Yeah. It keeps going. And you've got some little
2: junior volunteers with you as well? Yeah. Yeah? What's your name? Abby. Molly. And what did you guys do today?
8: Um I did handing out the finish tokens.
2: I did Timekeeper. Excellent. Well you did a good job.
9: Thank you. Yes.
2: And what do you like most about volunteering?
3: Um that we get to see all the people finish and try their best. Um, but it's fun and we get to yeah, see other the people
2: finish. And do you run as well?
3: Yes. Yes, sometimes with
10: our dad and our brothers.
2: Excellent. Well, thank you for volunteering. What a fantastic contribution all of you, your whole family is making to One and to the community here in Dolby. Thanks for having me and yes, I've got my D. Yay. <laughs> thank you for coming.
3: Thank you. Thank you for coming.
2: All righty, Scotty and Mel, that's a wrap from me from Dolby. I've got a long drive back home again, um, but it's all worth it. I've got my idea. I've met some fabulous people here today. What a lovely place this is out here at Dolby. Lovely country Queensland. It's a really nice course. I'm not a fan of laps, um, but, you know, a lovely course along the, the river here in the middle of Dolby. This is Lyndall, and I am over and out for the Channel 5 News
11: crew on the Parkrun Adventurers. Good morning Parkrun adventurers, it's Melissa here coming to you from event two of Lawn Beach Parkrun. Lawn is a seaside town on the Great Ocean Road about 140 kilometres southwest of Melbourne, so it's taken us a couple of hours to drive down here this morning. Lawn is a popular surfing area and pier fishing spot for Whiting, trevally, and Barracuda. Bet you never thought you'd get a fishing report from me. Uh, Lawn is also at the mouth of the Erskine River, which travels down from the nearby Great Otway National Park. It's only got a small population, about one to 2,000, but it swells over the New Year period, when up to 20,000 people visit for local activities. A lot goes on in Lawn, including the Pier to Pub Swim. The Pier to Pub Swim is very well known uh, for Victorians. Um, it's a 1.2-kilometre ocean swim, and it's the largest organised ocean swim in the world. It looks like a quiet morning here. There's uh it's quite overcast and there's a, a thick sort of smoke hanging around uh, due to some local burning off. I can't see Oh, I can see flags. Um and a few people milling around in parkrun attire, so we'll see who we can talk to after the run. Okay, we've just finished running lawn beach park run and had a bit of competition out on the track today had a father and son running behind me heckling me as i went not really but and i'm interviewing them so what's your name kai and how old are you tang and dad
7: hi my name's
4: craig
11: hi craig and what park run are you from because you recognize the mcr top i was wearing
4: yes i'm from point cook
11: got a few friends out that way so what brings you down to lawn today
4: um we thought we'd uh... We'd uh, come down for a little holiday, um, a, a weekend break, so we've gone to Wye River and as soon as we um, decided to come down here, I looked at the closest one, which of course is Lawn,
10: which opened, uh, opened up here last week, so this is their second run.
11: That's a bit convenient. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of the course?
4: Oh, I thought it was a lovely course. It's unfortunately a bit of smoke in the in the hills today f- uh, from a burn-off they're doing, but uh, but the course itself is lovely. It's up through the
10: trees and out onto the pier, which is uh, a beautiful scenic run. That's nice, isn't and it, and yes.
11: on that pier? And around the ocean.
4: Yes. Have You've you
11: done a few tourist runs? Uh, three. Yeah? and you've got your 10 shirt i notice.
3: yeah near my 50. are you yeah because yeah, um i got my 10 t-shirt like how many years ago
4: oh uh, about two years ago you got your 10.
3: yeah
11: but it didn't come until last year was it i think last year it just came yeah. oh sometimes we have to wait a bit for them but the yeah. fifty one one should be a bit quicker yeah yeah and what about dad he's up to 100 i see oh, i'm
10: up in the 180 190.
11: yeah and yep. um so you've done a Different. have you done more than kai or?
10: yeah i've done quite a few i've done a few international runs singapore i've also done bushy park as well which I, which oh, was wow. lovely yeah i did that on my 50th run so oh
11: that's a bit special yeah wouldn't mind to get there one day mm. all right well thanks for talking to me i might see you at point cook one day indeed thank you okay okay now i'm here with the um run director or ev- are you event director kristen officially is a event director yes at uh, lawn beach park run so this is victoria's 73rd event wow
12: yes how did the launch go last week? Uh, the launch was fantastic. We had people from far and wide, lots of uh, groups, lots of people dressed up. Um, a really fun atmosphere. We had a lot of support from the Lawn Surf Lifesaving <laughs> Club with the ATV coming out, which is little lawns, uh, a little surf lifesaving buggy, okay. beach buggy, and we used the horn uh, as a starting horn, which is a lot of fun. And uh, we had probably had about um, 100 participants come yeah. for the, the launch, which was lovely. That's a nice size for It a is a nice one. size, yeah. yeah. And can you describe the course for us? The course is pretty straightforward, but also probably one of the most beautiful, we've been told, <laughs> <laughs> in the world. Um, so it follows the foreshore along a, um, a, a sort of a, what would you call it, a dirt trail um, that uh, turns. the turnaround point is at the end of the, the pier. Um, and there's two laps sort of between the surf club and the pier. Just it's on really
11: nice running out on the run. pier. Yes. I really enjoyed that. Um, so the good news for runners in this area is that Lawn is the starting point for the Great Ocean Road Running Festival Marathon, mm-hmm. which is next month. Yes. Now, are you going to have to cancel or no.
12: are we all in luck? because? So the marathons run on the Sunday? Yes. Uh, and so we'll be fine. We'll, we've actually promoted it as an extra event that they can come and enjoy as a bit of a warm-up leading up to their big event that's the, good the day after. I've done it pre- previous years,
11: <laughs> but I haven't come down until after parkrun. So that'll bring yeah. more for the community because yeah. people now can come down on Friday night. That's right. Still do their parkrun. Yes, that's true. And have a weekend rather yeah. than just coming down afterwards. That's right. Yeah, that's very good. So tell me your
12: story. What made you start parkrunning lawn? Mm. Well I actually uh, pretty much uh, mainly live in Melbourne but have had a house here in Lawn for the last 10 years or so and and uh, my background is in the health and fitness sector actually and uh, one of my biggest missions in life is to uh, promote physical physically active healthy lives uh, to the population. Uh, so I've always pretty much worked in that field and uh, probably six months ago, I was um, sitting with a friend uh, who's a resident here at Lawn, and we were saying we'd really like to bring something to the community that promotes physical activity, is inclusive, fun, and, and free. And we thought, well, how about we um, look at Parkrun and bring Parkrun to Lawn um, as something that we can give back to the community and really promote what we, what we believe in, our values. And, yeah, that's basically um, how it all came about. So had you a park run before? Uh, I had done some park runs in uh, Melbourne, particularly um, Albert Park. Okay. In the past, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, so I was definitely aware of it. And I was aware that um, Torquay actually started one about 18 months to two years ago. So, yeah, uh, which is a great uh, location for a park run as well. Did you find you had lots of um, enthusiasm in the community for the event? Yeah, of heaps actually. Only, a lot of runners, only on the positivity, Coast. yeah. Well, we decided to keep it local and to get as much of the community involved as possible. So we reached out and got support from the Lawn Community Hospital, um, the Lawn Surf Life Saving Club, um, Lawn Op Shop. Lawn Hotel and the Great Ocean Road Real Estate to really spread it across the community and give some ownership um, across the different groups within the community and reached out and, and told everyone it was was on and really everyone was uh, excited about it and really positive and happy that it was coming. So that's great. Yeah. And um, you just said to me before that
11: you haven't nominated One Cafe to be mm-hmm. the brunch spot because you want to share that
12: around all the all the places in the local town. So that's yeah, really lovely absolutely. too. So it's about bringing people to Lawn and also having um, people, people uh, enjoy the community, but everyone should benefit from an event such as this. So rather than saying, yes, go to X cafe, we thought, well, you know, let's keep the, the choice open. Um, there's lots of different choices along Mount Joy Parade and I think that everyone should benefit from you know uh all the visitors that uh park run brings yeah that's great and you've yeah. got um, you've got the start line is right at the surf
11: lifesaving club yes. so it's easy to locate for yeah. those driving in um, there's plenty of car parking and there's yeah. toilets yeah what more could you want exactly <laughs> well, thank Pretty you very much thank you very much for talking to me this morning pleasure
0: Parkrun Japan is all the rage. Everybody's been talking about it since they launched a couple of weeks ago. So we're going to jump on the bandwagon as well. And we're going to our parkrunner who is on the ground, who is involved on the day, delivering the pre-event brief. Welcome to the Parkrun Adventurers, Chiaki Okada.
9: Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, Chiaki, were you, you were there at event one. I've seen photos of you up standing next to PSH. Yes. What was your role exactly in, in all those photos?
9: Um, I was translating um, um, all the normal parkrun briefing, but a little bit of an introduction, what the parkrun is, and details of our parkrun rules, like children under 11, some um, slings, and um, prams, welcome, and that sort of stuff. And I was translating that. But um, I also said in Japanese what the park run is all about, more like we're inclusive. There's not running race. We're just trying to get everyone involved and make community happy, that sort of thing. So, um, I think they that speech touched a lot of people, um I got the really good feedback after, after the launch, so that made me really happy.
0: Jackie, let's explain to our listeners how you got yourself in this position. What is your role? You are now an official employee of Parkrun. What um how did you come to be in the Parkrun world and at the launch of Fatu Takugawa? <laughs> Fat yeah, I know Yeah, I, th- I thought I'd try, but I, yeah.
9: <laughs> so I'm a. um Administrator in Parkrun Australia, or now we call it Asia Pacific, because we look after Australia, Singapore, Malaysia, and Japan. And I saw a position vacancy ad on Parkrun Australia newsletter, and my husband found it first, and then like, oh, I have out this. Um, it might be interesting for you, and because I was already keen. Park running every Saturday. so I just opened up the ad and it said some um, fluent Japanese required and and then I thought that's me <laughs> And then I applied and a week later I got interview with Tim and Renee and um, I got my position accepted on that day at the interview. So, that was really exciting and um, a week later, I started working and non-stop since then.
1: So, since you started, it's been a bit of a whirlwind um, trip um, and a lot of work has gone into uh, the behind-the-scenes stuff with launching Parkrun in Japan, which you've been heavily involved in, Chiaki. What was it like to actually be in the country on the day of the inaugural and to see all those hours of hard work come to fruition and to see how the local Japanese took to the event.
9: Yeah, I was extremely happy and if I can make anyone smile and happy on that day, I was just over the moon. But I didn't feel like that was the end of my hard work will last like couple months. I feel like this is the start. So I don't feel like oh this is the results of my hard work last like since I started. I this I feel like this is the more the beginning and just so excited to start this journey in Japan.
0: Chucky we we've talked about when they write the book of of Parkrun and they write the story about Parkrun Japan, they're going to look back and and you were at the very creation. Like we've talked about, you're translating the website, so the first thing that the people in Japan will ever see are your words and the newsletter and the social media content that we've been putting out is largely a lot of your work is. This is like a, a massive step from you're a park runner at Logan a couple of months ago, and now you're helping launch a whole new country of, of park runners. Can you explain? Can you explain that feeling to us?
9: I was at the beginning. I was very nervous, and then I was more like focusing on word to word translation. But after a week or so, I just started en- really, really enjoying even like smiling, typing. I'm just talking to audience sort of feeling translating the words I just so it, it's like I was talking to someone about parkrun even those writings weren't my words but like I was like I can tell someone how good parkrun is in my language so I was really happy it was extremely busy long hours but I was so happy I always felt yeah, even sitting on the computer for hours, just never be sort of lonely or anything. It was just, I was so happy and always smiling, um, typing those words.
0: Okay, so speaking of your own language, I want to hear some of your Japanese. <laughs> so I want you to communicate to our Japanese listeners. So tell our Japanese listeners how excited you are to be launching Park Road in Japan, in Japanese.
9: In <laughs> Japanese, Okay. Nihon ni Okay, and now Mel, a quick translation of
0: that.
9: Oh, you want me to translate for
1: Chiaki? Um, yeah. Okay.
0: We can play a game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and Chiaki can tell uh, everybody how accurate I was. I'm pretty sure, Chiaki, that you just said, Oh my goodness, Park Run is the best ever. Everybody in Japan's going to love it. Um, we hope you have a great morning. Yeah. <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I I took some uh, corner cutting there and um, and I just summed it up because I didn't speak for quite as long as Chiaki did. But, yeah. Chiaki, what are you looking forward to most? I mean, it, you mentioned it was uh, the beginning of, you know of the work that's going to be involved in um, continuing to launch more events in Japan. And it's all going to be supported um, here by, you know, Parkrun Asia Asia Pacific, effectively, um, you know, Parkrun Australia, which is where we're located. It's – you you were – over in Japan for a bit longer than just the inaugural. There was lots of meetings, lots of reckeys looking at new potential courses and other prospects and things like that. Uh, Can you give us a bit of an insight into the sort of things that you did after the launch?
9: Um, We met um, quite a few people in various locations. And to explain what the park run is, they had like vague ideas, but um, we had to explain what park run is, what's involved to start up the park run and procedure. We visited um, two major cities, and um, some of them came from nearby city, about a couple of hours away. So now we have a few prospects who is interested in. Um, Startup Park Run this year, hopefully.
0: I'm going to put you on the spot a bit. Can we put any time frame on that? Do you, do you have any idea how many events we're going to be launching over the next couple of months, for example, and, and when the next one will be?
9: Hoping to launch two events, at least two events in a couple months, and maybe three. We don't have event ambassadors. Um, on the ground just yet so we we support each new prospect from the office with the limited staff so um yeah as as we grow more and then people understand more about parkrun and then they support each other so that will grow quicker i think
0: and we urge any of our listeners who know anybody in japan to get in touch with Um, Parkrun, because how cool would it be to say that you launched the second event, Mel? I know I'd love to go back and be like event number three or four in Parkrun in Australia, as opposed to event number 49, I think I was. So, if you know anybody, what do they do, Chiaki? They send an email to Parkrun? Yes,
9: or um, Parkrun homepage. There's a button to start up your own Parkrun. So, fill in that form, reply with the information, and go from there. Awesome, it all sounds too
1: easy. And um if anyone has any friends as well, you know, they don't necessarily have to be the person themselves to start it, but uh obviously Park Parkrun Japan's got its own Facebook page, doesn't it? So they can um mm-hmm. always tag people over there and and send them in the right direction. Chiaki, thank you so much. Uh, I've been privileged to sort of witness, um, the amount of work that you have been contributing to Park Run in Japan, as well as the rest of the team, uh, to get things going over there. And, and the local guys on the ground as well have done an incredible job. By all accounts, obviously we weren't there, but it just sounds like such an amazing time, like to be witnessing the beginnings of park run in a new country, especially in Japan where running is always so popular anyway. So I would like to thank you on behalf of everyone for all the work that you've been doing. And is there anything else that you would like to say to our hordes, I'm sure there's hordes, of Japanese listeners?
9: <laughs> um, can I say
1: in Japanese? Please do. It sounds lovely. <laughs> can't
9: can't understand a single word but it sounds awesome. <笑> so um 日本でパーク
1: just about to speak to a parkrunner who had the privilege of attending the inaugural parkrun event at Futako Tamagawa in Japan a couple of weeks ago. Her name is Janet Finn. Janet, welcome to the Parkrun Adventurers podcast.
13: Thank you, Mel.
1: We are very excited to have you. Um, You've got a bit of an interesting story about how you found yourself in Japan at the right place in the right time do you want to take us through that
13: okay well I went to visit my son in Japan so seven months ago I applied for my long service leave and went to visit my son Max who is now working in Kobe and he's an interpreter and a public relations officer for the city of Kobe working out of the city hall he works with the most lovely Japanese people and I went to visit him and then um, I was as up to the lead up or coming up to the lead up of going to visit him, I had got on the website, the Japan site, because we'd heard a little rumour that Japan may be launching their park run. And I thought, oh my goodness, that'd be so awesome if that, that happened when I was over there. And my, I was coming up pretty close to my 100th park run and I was saying to people, wouldn't it be fantastic if I could do my 100th park run in Japan? And so we were looking and we kept looking at the, on the website but no dates had been released. And the day that I was about to leave Australia, I thought, mm, I don't think it's going to happen. So I left all my parkrun gear in Brisbane and got on the plane. And then when I got to Japan about three days later, we found out that um, the parkrun was indeed going to go ahead in Tokyo and we were very, very excited. And it was very fitting that I did get to go and do that park run in Tokyo because Max, my son, was the whole reason why I started doing park run and he just needed a lift to park run and so I went along with him and I said, but don't ever expect me to uh, run because I'm not a runner. I'll only ever walk and um, here I am now. I'm up to my 102nd second second run <laughs> and I started running at my 30th park run. Um, because many people were encouraging and inspiring me and it just changed my life and i just absolutely love it so uh, max and um, organized everything he speaks Japanese fluently so he was the best person i mean I think everybody that goes to a foreign lang- a foreign country could benefit from having someone like max and be their interpreter the whole way it was just fantastic
0: how was it, how was the actual morning as a as a park runner, as someone who's just done their hundredth park run, how does it uh, relate to a, an Aussie park run?
13: So that what happened, what was, that was actually my hundredth park run when we were in Japan, and um, the park run lead up. Well, I just might test this. Tell you this one a little bit. The park run lead up. I had planned to do my 100th run in Australia and then go over to Japan because it was getting so close. And I thought, oh, that's not going to happen. And then I slept, well, my phone went dead one night so I didn't get up for park runs. So I had no choice but to have only done 99 park runs in Australia and so the, my 100th run was left up to the universe, did it all for me. And so when we got to, when you go to Tokyo, we t- we stayed in uh, Shibuya and then we had to get to the park run. So many people would, would had the same thing where they had to take a couple of trains um, to get there and when we got there at the station, we were all walking along and you could see all these people that were dressed in their, their running gear and I go, oh, are you going to park run? They go, yep, are you are going to park run? Yep. So we all walked off together. Max had it in his phone, in his Google um, Maps and off we went and we followed it along the, the path and saw beautiful cherry blossoms all the way along. Perfect timing for um, a park run. And when we got there, it was so busy and so lovely and everybody was very happy and very excited. The sun was out and shining. The temperature was uh, about 17 degrees on that particular morning. So it was really beautiful. And I was very excited. I was really happy about the fact that there were all these wonderful people that I was about to to perhaps meet and... um, and then it, it was also wonderful that I could be there with Max who started my, me on my journey with Parkrun. And so when we got there, there were about 30 volunteers who were in all their, you know, our volunteer shirts that we wear and they were ready to to help mark out where they we needed to go but they were also doing lots of other jobs and they were setting up, they had a, a tent set up and they had places where we could put our bags and all sorts of things like that. And then Paul Sinton Hewitt spoke, of course. All the speeches that were in Japanese were translated into English and all the speeches that were English were were in English were translated into Japanese. So all of us could understand what was going on. And that was I thought that was wonderful the way that they, they worked that out for us. Um, on the day uh, we just all the one thing that was different is we didn't line up in um, how fast we might run they just got us all to line up and then we took off and there was a path to run on but we were told as we and I made it may have been the interpretation but we were told to run on the grass so we ran on the grass and then the paths were and some of them were under bridges and under the bridge I thought, oh, this looks like water might come in here. So it almost looked like it was a riverbed that we ran through. And then we ran through parks and as we ran through the parks, we could see people playing baseball, we could see people picnicking, picnicking under the cherry blossoms. And it was the most picturesque park run I think I've ever been on. It was beautiful, really beautiful.
1: Janet, you've done quite a few park run events in around your locality in Australia. How does Futako Tamagawa compare in terms of as an inaugural, you know, this is a brand new community of people together. Like, what was the vibe like amongst the community on the morning?
13: Well, I think everybody was very, very excited. Everybody was really happy. And it, it, was, it was kind of similar to like when we have a new park run set up in Australia but it was very different because when we were at that park run, there were people who were from Japan and there were people who were from other countries and there are some park runners who are tourists who'd go to all the launches of all the different countries and I met a couple of those people and that it was just fascinating just talking to people and hearing people's stories Um, was amazing and the the vibe there that particular day was euphoric like we all just felt like we were blessed to be at this amazing event and to share in Japan's um, journey because in Japan there are many people who are lonely and this will be absolutely wonderful for them as we know Japan has I think I believe the most marathon runners of any country in the world so they have lots of runs that they go on different and there's lots of runs that you can go around when you put search in Google. You can find runs that you can, um, paths that people have um, ran continuously and, and you can go and run in one of those paths. Uh, or, um, But this particular thing, I think the good thing that will be um, amazing and fabulous for Japan is it will be that connection. And so the the big focus, I think, and was about that having the coffee afterwards and having a chat afterwards because that's the thing that i think is important in any country but one of the things that's quite important in japan where they have a rising um suicide rate so i think this is going to be really wonderful for people in japan with that connection and going every week and doing park run and and becoming a park run family that's my one of my most favorite things when i moved to the sunshine coast seven years ago i've didn't know very many people, and Park Run has been wonderful um, for me in that regard. And my little Park Run family, which I love.
0: You mentioned that you did your 100th run on the morning. I'm curious, did they celebrate milestones on the day? Did they put a call out <laughs> and say, anyone come up and have your photo taken?
13: Well, well, I did have my photo taken with Paul St- Sinton Hewitt and also Tim Oberg. And Tim came up to me at the beginning, and because and I, I had written the little thing on the, the I think it might have been the Park Run. Tourist site about going there with my son and how it would be my 100th. And then as I came through, they didn't actually celebrate the beginning, which I didn't expect because this is about Japan. It's not about someone having a 100th run. And so when I came through, I was actually quite surprised. Tim was waiting at the end and he high fived me and congratulated me on my 100th run. That's actually on the Park Run Japan. There's a video and there's a little snippet of that on the video, which I thought was kind of cute. And, um, but the next day, um, we went when we went to the there was a another trial a trial for another park run, which was about another about an hour and a half away from there by train. So we stayed in a different place that next night, so we could get to there by train. We still had to get two train uh, two trains to get there. And that particular day, Tim made a mention of the fact that it was my hundredth run, and they all congratulated me, and I thought that was kind of sweet.
1: Now, Janet, it's been um, uh, a bit of a long, a long way to get to a hundred. Obviously, you've done some volunteers and things like that along the way. But how else has Parkrun changed your life personally?
13: Well, when I first started doing Parkrun, I had I was walking. I wasn't doing anything else. And then after about three Parkruns, I I had mentioned to one to at we were going to we go to coffee. At Cafe Alimento, I might give them a little plug. They're wonderful. We've been doing that for the whole time I've been there, which is 2016, probably, I think. I can't remember if it was August or October, somewhere around September, October, uh, that I started doing my park run. I tried to look it up, but it only goes back a little way. And so when I started my park run, I one, one morning I said to the guys, oh, I had this incredible pain in my chest. And um, so they said to me at, when I was at work and it was the end of the day and I thought, oh, well, if I die now, no one will find me until Monday. And they went, what? And then they mentioned the fact that I should go and have a, a running ECG because I um, might have an issue with my heart. So I went, oh, okay, you sure? And they go, yeah. And so um, when I went and had the test, I, they found that I had some blocky, three blockages in my heart. And so I had to go and have, um, I was meant to have some stents put in and when I went for my operation, which you're awake when they do that operation, um, he said to me it's too dangerous where my blockages were to put the stents in because it could cause a heart attack. So then um, we looked at a different different path that I could go down and one was changing my diet, which I did. And... So I became a vegetarian then and then the other thing was about keeping up the exercise and I was only walking up until that point and so that's when I kind of started to do a little bit of jogging instead of just walking and I was then started doing it a bit more often. And some of those extra times were with some friends from Park Run so I would run a second time through the week with some some of my mates from the group from Park Run and, um, and that's how they kind of started to get me to not just... Jog, not just walk, but to jog a bit as well. And um, if I hadn't have been going to park run, I would never have found out that I had a problem with my heart, and I never would have started to think about changing my lifestyle. So, changing my lifestyle like that was, um, I think, what saved my life. I don't, well, my father died when he was 69, and my cousin died when he was 62 from heart issues, and I'm now 61. So, I found that. Um I I feel that it those people who are older it's good for them to start running. I started running when I was 59 and I thought I would never run. So park run did that for me and park run I believe also helped me to make many friends on the sunshine coast when I moved here which has been fabulous and I believe that That's exactly what Paul Paul Syntonville wanted. When he started Park Run, he wanted us to feel connected and to feel like we belong somewhere, and he certainly has achieved that all over the world.
0: Right, Janet. That's a great story, and I'm I'm so happy that that's – Parkrun has had that effect for you, and I'm, I'm happy that you got to experience uh, the very first parkrun in Japan. Uh, I know Mel and I are very jealous <laughs> you were there. So, thanks for coming on the Parkrun Adventurers and sharing your story with us this week.
13: Well, thank you for having me on the Parkrun Adventurers. I've enjoyed chatting to you, Scotty and Mel. Thank you very much.
14: Howdy Parkrunners, it's Toc reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew. Today we've uh, gone up to the wonderful Gungarland Parkrun, where the world's greatest running club have taken over. We've filled all the volunteer roles. There was more shirts out on track than you get in a fashion parade. It's been a glorious day out on site. I'm here with Russ and Andrew, the co-event directors of Gungarland. I guess, guys, first of all, give us a bit of a um, heads up on what the Gungalan course is like.
10: Well, it's uh i'd have to say it's mostly flat it's uh one loop around um um Yorubi pond uh, a couple of little bits out the size just to make up the 5k but uh generally uh, i'd say it's a flat course very scenic course and um generally a fast course
14: thanks andrew and russ today i think we had 300 and I don't know how many finishes did we
5: have 300 i thought we were about 263 or something like oh, that might have been 263. 263. but I yeah think... yeah that's um probably a small one for our <laughs> what true. we are lately um we normally hit around about the 300 mark
14: i think it was a bit of a slower run today everyone tapering for the marathon in canberra tomorrow
5: yeah the, i think the first runner came in probably around about 18 19 minutes where our record was set by marty dent back during the early days around about the 14 26 or something like that.
14: Yeah, I had a look at your last week's history and I thought, uh, I think you had three runners under 17 last week and I thought, oh, this is going to be a quick one out here today.
5: Yeah, yeah, the uh, fast course definitely contributes towards it.
14: You uh, seem to have a really high portion of prams out on the course today. I noticed in the uh, start funnel, there's a heap of prams out there. Is that uh, something fairly normal for up here?
5: Yeah, yeah, we actually do have a lot of prams, a lot of interaction from the prams, Um, the pushes and that they're giving us feedback on how we do it again it's I think because of the course being uh, bike paths all the way around being reasonably flat is certainly and being a um, loop course rather than an out and back just makes it much easier for them to do that it's also just the demographic demographic of the area it's uh, it's a young
4: uh, family area so it's to be expected
14: and, and for a Zoolander running the course, it was a little bit difficult out there because we, we don't turn left unless we're an ambi-turner and yeah. we basically turn left the whole way. I had a couple of times there, I had to do the 270 degree right-hand turn and uh, I got some strange looks. <laughs> we know, yeah, it, it is a problem with the course. We acknowledge
0: that, we apologise. Uh, to all Zoolanders out there, it's, it's difficult.
5: It's just, a, yeah, much much more of the, like, practice the turns before yeah, you come to yeah, Gungahlin Abs- and <laughs> yeah. you'll be right.
14: No worries, guys. Look, it was a fantastic day out there. It was great to see so many of the shirts and so many people acknowledging out themselves out there and acknowledging the club out there. And... Uh, yeah. yeah, well done. It's a beautiful course.
5: Yeah, yeah, it is. We're very proud of it. And today, being yeah. probably the perfect running day for it, too, it was, uh, yeah, it's magnificent out there. And we just get such a great crowd that actually turns up there. Um, always happy, always involved always themselves with everyone. So, yeah, it's a great place.
14: Cool. Thanks, Russ, and thanks, Andrew. Cheers, uh, guys. Cheers. Thanks, Tom.
10: Uh, good morning, Scott, Mel, and all other park run adventure. People, Oh mate, I'm not making no sense. Yes, it's PK Paul Kitching checking in for the Channel Five News crew uh, from South Australia, and today I am actually out adventuring, which is um, a bit of fun. Don't act, I'm often get to do this, but we have headed down to ranella East Parkrun, uh, which is south of the city uh, and of Adelaide and um, ranella East. Yeah, I think it's Parkrun number 70 for them today. So I thought we'd come and check it out. I know that uh, Greta spoke with. Um, um, Rach and uh, others uh, from the uh, from Ranella East uh, when they launched back in December 2017, I think it was. Um, yeah, uh, which well, was a while back now for uh, for uh, all those uh, fevered listeners. But um, we're here now, and it's uh, beautiful. It's uh, very similar to Mount Barker. There's wetlands. It looks pretty flat so far, and there's even a sign. I'm very impressed. Um, we don't have one of these at Mount Barker, but it says Park Run. It's got all the four the four key things: free, weekly, timed, five k. 8am every Saturday your chance to meet new people, get fit and have fun every week, walk, jog or run everyone is welcome, register online at Parkrun etc bring a printed copy of your barcode Parkrun is organised by volunteers from within the community if you would like to help contact us via Facebook or email fantastic, how good is this? G'day Trace yeah, there's my sister-in-law, she's rocked up there's a few crew from Mount Barker here uh, and it's supported by the City of Onkapringa Healthy Active Lifestyles Onkaparinga Halo. How good is that? I remember um, Rach or Greta talking about that um, on the pod some time ago now. Anyway, we are here. We've rocked up, um, brought a few crew with us, a few adventurers. Hope we don't get rained on. And we're going to go and uh, have a chat to some of the crew. Let's do Ranella East Park Run. Okay, guys, we've just uh, finished that awesome course, and it is beautiful. Uh, similar to Mount Barker, as I said, uh, for those who've done Mount Barker, it's very flat. There's a little hill through wetlands, or drylands, as they are today. Uh, um, oh, there's a bit of water, I see, but um, beautiful. And, um, and whilst I was out running, there's lots of loops and lots of bridges, Scotty. You'd love it. Lots of bridges you go over a few times. Um, but I kept on seeing these crazy outfits out there, and I've found um, uh, one of the... Or the sorry, I, th- I believe the, uh, the instigator of the outfits. G'day, Louise. How are you going?
6: Hi. Good, thanks it
10: is louise isn't it i think I, I listen i'm a bit you know i didn't do a pb i did a pb for for um ronella clearly because i've not been here before but i'm a bit still a bit shattered but i've been chatting with louise and rick um because louise was running near me in i don't know you describe your outfit
13: uh full-on western sheriff's outfit <laughs> including the badge
10: <laughs> it's very important it's important to have a sheriff on on the park course i feel um but um this is not your only outfit i believe
13: uh, no, I have quite a few. Yeah. There's an x-ray one still running around at
6: the moment.
10: <laughs> Fantastic. And do you have a favourite place where you buy this from? Or? Uh,
6: yeah, I've got a particular brand yeah, that, yeah.
10: that I buy from. Nice, nice. No, they look great. And they, they look pretty comfy to run in. They, they, It is a running outfit.
6: Yes, it is proper running wear.
13: Yeah,
10: yeah. that's brilliant. Yeah. So you guys, and g'day Rick, how are you going? Good, thanks. How are you doing? Yeah, good mate. You're, you guys are regulars here at uh, Renella, I believe. Is that This is your home park run. How long have you been doing park run?
12: Or six, 12 months, maybe. 12
0: months, yeah, a little over twelve
11: months, I
10: think. Yeah. Nice one. And have you? And what do you, What do you like about Parkrun?
11: Oh, it's it's just a great atmosphere. It's great for uh, base training. Um,
13: you know, if you want to test yourself, if you've got injuries you can walk, you can run. There's no pressure.
10: Beautiful, and you can bring dogs. You've got a beautiful dog here. Yeah. Always bring a dog with us.
11: Bring a selection. I've got a few dogs.
13: So oh, nice.
10: Wow. So you so you're represented on the course not only by dogs but also outfits. Yes. <laughs> I did yeah. see the x ray out there. And um, and Rick, yeah. How long have you been park running? Similar.
0: Uh, much the same. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think my our daughter introduced us to park running. I think she's
10: brilliant. She's your patient zero, is she? She's the one that. Uh, that introduce you introduces yeah.
4: the park run yeah yeah. yeah yeah
10: and um and where else have you guys park run? Uh, we uh, did down the, the seaside yeah
0: down, down, down at we did oh, the double yeah. double New Year's Eve one
10: beautiful and Christmas at, Day one.
0: and Christmas Day down at Seacliff
10: that was good fun fantastic well thanks guys it's um it's a beautiful park run it's really been very welcomed here and um we love it thank you so much for everything you do for park run
11: thank you <laughs>
10: well done good on you guys thank you. Thank you. I love the course. Rach just asked me how I liked the course, and I loved it. I was just saying before, nice and flat. Um, I pushed myself. I was trying to get around, you know, under 30, and I did 28, which is nice. What's your PB for this course? Uh,
8: 26.8, I nice. think. Nice. And
10: that is your PB for parkrun, or have uh, you done No,
8: my PB for parkrun is twenty four. Wow. 40, I think Gosh.
10: Something. and yeah. is that a, another flat course or I uh,
8: think it's
10: at Christie's ah nice mm. anyway I'm speaking with Rach um, who is I don't even know your full name I'm so sorry
8: Rachel Semler sorry
10: Rachel yeah. um, we've just been chatting on you know, on Messenger and Rach PK g'day hang on um, Rach um, you may recognise her voice no, if you were listening to episode I can't remember what number it was but it was way back in December 2017 when Greta my fellow um, reporter um, was here for the launch of Renella. so does that seem like just another lifetime ago.
8: Yeah. Well, oh, do you know what? It doesn't seem like that long ago, actually, before. Yeah, before we started here, but and then it seems like forever that you know we've been going now. So
10: this mm. is number seventy today. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's great. So you had your first birthday, oh, I suppose, a few months ago yeah, then. Yeah, December
8: sixteenth. How was that? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. So had a a pee theme. Awesome. So everyone awesome. got some really good dress up. I
10: bet. I bet yeah. Louise, who we we're just chatting to. I bet she had some crazy outfit. She's she's certainly like rocks the outfits.
8: Yeah, <laughs> she does. I I can 't remember what she was huh. I was a giant pineapple awesome <laughs> yeah.
10: always when you, uh, when you when you can't have to be something you have to be a pineapple I think that's Mel's favorite fruit is that right or sorry favorite chocolate anyway well done um, what what are numbers like for you guys at the moment
8: uh... It was. It's. Um. You know. We fluctuate a fair bit here. Yeah. So anywhere between ninety and one hundred and forty. Okay. Like. So we. Yeah.
10: yeah. It's about one fifty today. You reckon? Maybe. Yeah, I think
8: so. Probably. Yeah, it looks yeah. like it from
10: numbers. Yeah, yeah, which is great. Beautiful morning. Um, not too warm. We thought it might rain, but it's um quite stunning out there the the wetlands are fantastic this has the course always been the same it always been the same course yeah we it, haven't
12: changed
13: yeah, it. Yeah. yeah sorry i was no,
10: a <laughs> um, right. the um uh and so and obviously i think i noticed the sign and i remember Greta talking about um you've obviously had great great support from the council as part yeah. of the halo initiative i believe yeah exactly so yeah.
8: on Kapuriki council have been fantastic awesome. for everything for us yeah. so yeah and and they've helped us launch a few oh, y- in y- Excuse area. me, uh,
10: sorry mate, um, uh, is, is your name PK? Uh, yeah, it is. Um, sorry, mate. I'm just having a bit of a chat here with uh, Rach, uh, Rachel, the uh, the RD here. Uh, um, so sorry, Rach. Um, I'll come back to you and chat with you in a minute. Um, yeah, mate. What's uh, what's up? Oh, yeah, g'day, My my, my name's uh, KP. Um, I'm a bit of a fan of yours and the, and the podcast. And I just um, I saw you. I saw that you were here. Um, I'm I'm actually a bit of a stalker. I try. I'm I'm at most uh, most places that you're at. Oh really oh that's a that's a bit weird but um, okay mate uh, what's up well uh, well I uh, yeah I, I'm a big fan of the podcast and I've been listening and I hear that Scotty's um, done his hamstring and um, yeah and look at and I, that's that's not good not not good at all I hope it doesn't affect his uh, his ability to uh, to be hilarious <laughs> which he is on the podcast but um, I also know that he's a bit of a fan of Bonnie Tyler and uh, I, I've got a bit of a tribute song that I, ho- I, th- I thought I might sing uh, for all the podcast listeners uh okay that's a bit random and weird but um no okay go for it or or all, all right. Well, here it is. Um, Torn around every now and then I get a twinge in my leg and I think it's my hammy. Torn around every now and then I think I shouldn't keep running, but I just keep doing it. Torn around every now and then I think I'm probably too old for this running palaver. Hang on, mate. Hang on. That's getting a bit personal. Look, um, on, no, 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 no. There's, there's the, it, it, it gets better. I'll I'll, I'll cut to the chase. All right, uh, cut to the chase then. Uh, And and this bit, this bit's pretty funny. You know how like need. When I say need, I don't mean need as in n-double-e-d. I mean need as in k-n-e-a-d. Like when you need the bread. (laughs) Anyway, just just go with me here. And I need you now tonight, and I need ya, yeah, my hammy forever. We're we'll making it all right, and I just keep needing my hammy forever. I <laughs> get it. Oh, mate, that is um, that is very random. Uh, thank you so much, though. I'm sure Scotty really appreciates it. Um, uh, yeah. Look, I, I need to go and talk to some other people here. No, no, that's that's all right, mate. I oh, just one more thing. Um, do I? Do I get paid for being a guest uh, on, on this podcast? Um, because I know you, you probably get paid a lot to, to be a reporter. Uh, yeah, look, mate, um, uh, don't get paid, but I tell you what, I can arrange free um, entry to park or the parkrun for the rest of your life. How, how does that sound? Oh, mate, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll, 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 that, that'd be great. Thanks so much. I'll, 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 please send my love to everyone uh, on the podcast. Um, that's great yeah all right mate well look um sorry i'm just walking away from that random person um i'll just see if i can try and find some other people many apologies that i had to cut short that chat with rachel um i'll see who else i can chat to Okay, I think I'm recording. Yeah, I'm recording. Okay, I'm now chatting with Craig. Craig, you're one of the uh, the RD team here? Yes, yeah, I've uh, done quite a few volunteers here, about uh, 25 in the last year, I think. Yes. Well done, mate. Well done. Your, your t-shirt should be on its way soon, I hope. Or yes, no, I've got the t. I have got the t Well done, mate. Yep, yeah, well, well done. Um, so, um, we're just going to have a quick chat before it starting to rain. We didn't think it was going to rain, but it is. And the rest of my chat with uh, Craig, uh, yeah, <laughs> died. Um, 59-59 situation, I suppose, uh, in honour of uh, the most recent uh, pod. Don't know what happened to it. Um, it started raining. I think we we're in a hurry to get to the Gooby Goose, which is where um, everyone from Raynella East Park Run goes afterwards. Um Craig was lovely. We had a quick chat about stuff, and then I had to excuse myself and go. So I had to keep that in there, though, just to give him uh, his uh, 25 seconds of fame. Anyway, that's enough from me. I've um, uh, spoken to lots of different people uh, today. It's been great. Uh, many apologies again about that random KP bloke. Um, he keeps following me around. I'm sure I'll probably bump into him again some point. Um, but um, I did like his song, um, and I hope it helps uh, Scotty with your recovery. Um, mate... Uh, you and also Mel, um, thank you so much uh, for the awesome news that uh, the next Palm event, Palm 20, is going to be in uh, South Australia. That is just brilliant. I'm sure there are a lot of park runs uh, already starting to um, put forward their case. Anyway, great news. So sorry we couldn't be there, me and Greta. Um, for many reasons, um, but can't wait uh, to to welcome you um, all um, here to beautiful South Australia next year. Anyway, that's enough. I've been yabbering along far too long. All the best, uh, crew. I uh, look forward to um, catching up with you at another adventure soon. Cheers.
0: Thanks to Tok, who is visiting Gungahlin, doing a bit of a Zoolander takeover. And PK is back, running into all sorts of characters at Renella East Not sure about the KP fella either, PK. I'm not sure about the song either. Um, The hamstring is on the mend, but I appreciate uh, the effort that went into that. Let's get on. Let's get on to launches and anniversaries, Mel. I hope you read the Parkrun Australian newsletter. And saw the saw the news this week.
1: I did, Scotty. It's it's huge. It's very exciting news. I I am super proud to be, you know, just a tiny, tiny, tiny little cog in the wheel behind the news.
0: And that news is that we're launching our first prison park run up at Durringile in the Great Estate, and that is our only launch this week.
1: It is indeed, but we do have a couple of anniversaries happening around the country. Um, In fact, we've got two in Queensland and two in WA, so I'll kick off with the Queensland ones. We've got Augustine Heights and Mackay, oh, and there's also a little one snuck in from Victoria, but I'll leave that one to you.
0: So the WA events, we had Cottesloe and Wanneroo, and then Lightlaw celebrating anniversaries.
1: Happy anniversary to those events. Now, Scotty, are we going to head to the nonsense or (laughs) would you like to talk a little bit more about this launch that's happening this weekend?
0: Look, it's a big episode, so let's leave the nonsense till next week. I have a new idea. I'm still a bit unsure about it, so let me sleep on it another week. Um, But, yeah, I'm heading up to the Isle and um, I think I'm going to be on the tools. I'm there to support the launch and support um, the... Corrections Victoria officers and the, and the prisoners and to be honest with you Mel I'm, I'm not 100% sure what to expect on the day. Uh, I am looking forward to it. It's going to be something completely different and um, I'll just be taking it all in and, and hoping I can do my part and, and make this, uh, this a positive initiative that we're launching.
1: I, I cannot wait to hear all about it next week and to see how it goes. I uh, understand that the trial event went really, really well and was well-received by um, everybody who participated, whether that be in the actual completion of the course or volunteering at the trial. So, yeah, I'm – I'm. this is – I'm almost anticipating this more than a lot of other things that happen in parkrun world. So, uh, I'm watching and waiting to hear what goes on in this
0: space. Yeah. Um, well – you won't have to wait too long because our old mate Glenn Turner, who we had on earlier, our work colleague now, he's going to come on the pod next week and we're going to go over it in a bit more detail and And I'll have my recap from, from the weekend. So make sure you tune in next week, Mel. Like, this is this is a great promo for next, for episode four fifty five. What are we, 154? It'll be 154, 154
1: next week. And just for those who might be a little bit confused when Scotty says we had Glenn on earlier, he means earlier in the season. He does not yes. mean earlier during episode 153. And no, you haven't missed anything. If you've got this far and wondering where Glenn was. <laughs>
0: Tune in for him next week. But if you want to, go back to episode, well, let's just go season four, episode one, because I can't remember what episode number it was.
1: Okay. Well, thanks for joining me this week, Scotty.
0: Pleasure as always, Mel. Where, where are you off to this week, Uh
1: This week, I, I'm uh, going to be volunteering at home again. There's going to be a lot of volunteering in my immediate future because, <sighs> You might not have noticed at Palm last weekend and it might not be um, communicated very well but I'm actually really rather pregnant at the moment and the person who is currently residing inside me is getting larger by the minute, I'm sure, and making me extremely uncomfortable and movement over any kind of distance is... is, um, not very easy. So, I'm not saying I won't do another one or two park runs um, walking before this person arrives, um, earth side. However, I don't know. I think it might be quite nice to retire on the beaches until after they're here and then, you know, I can start the adventures again.
0: Perfectly justifiable. I hope you're going to join us next week for our chat with GT, Mr. Turner.
1: Well, it's certainly my plan. If if another person has another plan for me between now and then, okay. Um, that's not. Yeah, in we are my getting control. that closer. We, we are actually that close. There was there was a little bit of a scare this week. Um, but yeah, we'll wait to see okay. how that develops before. Um, I'm I'm not going on maternity leave until I'm forced to.
0: Yes, I know, I know. But Lindall, if you're listening, you're on standby could be next week it could be in a couple of weeks but just be prepared but until then mel thank you again um, I, I might speak to you next week oh who knows who knows but i'm sure we'll chat soon either way